It's the age-old conversation. Is it better to time the market or to have time in the market? Which one's going to give you a better result? Ideally, as an investor, we'd love a combination of both, but it's not always the case. I'm going to thrash out this and much more. I'm John Pigeon, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. When buying a property, should you time the property market? Great question and on a lot of people's lips at the present time because in the last few years, we've had an extreme amount of capital growth in a lot of areas around the country and especially in the housing market uh, over the units or apartment side of things. But we've also started to experience a retraction of the market in the last few months and in some cases in Sydney and Melbourne, 5 to 10%. This is the interesting part. Should we time the market when we're buying to capture a discount now or should we hold out to potentially see some further declines in the market and basically try and predict what the market's going to do? First thing I want to say to this is I think you need to buy when you are ready and ready comes in two forms for me. First one is mindset. The mindset that, yes, I'm ready to buy. Yes, I'm comfortable with the pros and cons. Yes, I want to go and buy property. Yes, I want to buy my own home or investment, whatever it might be. My mindset and my risk profile is in line with I can do this and I want to do this. If it's not there, then we're not ready, regardless of whether we're timing or timing the market. The second part is finance. So understanding that you can borrow a certain amount from the banks And you also have a cash or equity deposit to meet the bank's lending as well. So combining your deposit with the ability to lend money from the banks also give you the green light of approval when saying, uh, am I ready or not? So if we've found out that we're ready, both in mind and in dollars, then that's the first step involved. The second step involved is understanding what your strategy is. So wholeheartedly, I would say if this is a long-term buy and hold for you, and long-term I mean seven to 10 plus years, then I don't think we should be playing around trying to time the market. Let's get in when our mindset's right and we've got the ability to lend at this certain time. Because who knows, in six months' time, we may be able to lend less because the banks have tightened their criteria. So What we can borrow now is certain. What we can borrow in six months' time is uncertain. What we can pay for something today is certain. What we can pay for something in six months' time is uncertain. So if it's a long-term buy and hold, I think we need to get in now. However, if our strategy is I want to reno and flip this property or I want to develop, I want to knock down and build two or three townhouses and it's a one to three year turnaround where I get in and then get out of the market, that's a very different conversation. So now we're looking at the indicators and now we're looking at the worst case scenarios. What if I can't sell in three years? What if the market's dipped in three years? Can I hold that property until such time that the market recovers? Because we know that over the journey, property will give us 6 to 7% in good locations on an annual growth rate, right? But we also realise that in the last couple of years, there's been 20s and 30% in, in a single year 
of growth in some particular areas. So understand that if our strategy is short term, it can be fraught with danger if we're relying on the markets to perform for us. I always say in a short term outcome that we don't predict any market growth. The numbers are the numbers and they'll work if the market grows, then great. If the market doesn't grow and stays the same, we've still made some profit on that short-term investment. If the market goes backwards, we want to have the ability to continue to hold that property because, again, we've done our numbers on the way in. And the third component to all of this is our lifestyle. What's going on in our life? What's happening over the next three to five years? Are we cutting off our nose to spite our face because we're wanting to do something else in two or three years' time like uh, buy our own home to live in or do some renovations on our own home or go on this long holiday with our family, etc., etc.? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So in finishing, let's recap on this. Should we time the market? My response to this is if it's a long-term buy and hold, absolutely not. Just get in when your mindset's right and your finance is in a position where you can purchase that property that you need. Secondly, understand your strategy. If it's short-term, fraught with danger, but understand the pros and cons of getting in and getting out in that period and what the market fluctuations can do. Your worst case scenario is that you still should be able to hold that property if you needed to. And then the third part is lifestyle. Think about not just the next 12 minutes and 12 months, but the next three to five years and beyond. Understand what that next play will be on the chessboard. Understand if you make this transaction now, what impact that might have on that next three to five year period for you. Thanks for tuning in. I'm John Pigeon, and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.